Good morning, everybody. So happy to see you all uh, after three months. <laughs> I'm a little confused because I was all over and now back home with my spiritual community. Now I have to adjust again to this country. Um, so after I come home last night, I was thinking think about emotions because I go through uh, lots of emotions while I was traveling around the world and then after I finishing all my work I return home and jet lag um, missing uh, people I'm comfortable with my family my mother my sister, my father, all those people, because I was so close to them uh, last few months. So anyway, I was thinking um, I cannot sleep at night, last night. Um, I was thinking life is very interesting experience. Life is full of emotions. I think we all go through those emotions. I was thinking, I'm doing well with my emotions. But I realize I'm not, being honest. But I'm not perfect, but the good thing, I can see them clearly. So I had the sleepless night because of the jet lag. I feel my hunger is a different time. I wake up middle of uh, night, like at 2.30, I had the big meal. <laughs> That's lunch time in Sri Lanka. Um, it's very interesting. So, when we have emotions, emotions go to categories. Some emotions we really like. We feel uh, comfortable with them. Some emotions... We don't like them, not comfortable with them. So when you have emotions, how do you feel with your emotions? What do you experience with your emotions? Before I tell my story. It depends on the emotion. Think about what kind of emotions you have. What are the emotions you experience? Joy, sadness. When we have a joy, how do you handle with that? Good? Hmm? Okay, you, you, you are cling to it and you want to keep it. When you are sad, you try to push it away. So that's what we do every single day. So this is very interesting, when we are around full of people, lots of people around us, we are killing our time with them, being busy, we don't have time to see them. One thing is we are distracted. Sometimes we think, oh, our family time, our good friends, which is wonderful, but when you are walk away from those comfort, then you are by yourself, then you can see those distracting emotions, difficult emotions, uh, good emotions, 
bad emotion we put in those categories, then you can see them. Sometimes people don't like to see them. When we have lots of emotions, people don't know how to handle with them, what they are going to do with them. What do you do? Huh? Okay, run. <laughs> run to where? <laughs> Try to go away. But when you say run to go somewhere else, but we don't know we are running the same place. That means we are not going anywhere. So I think I did it the same, pro- you know, the same thing. We all do the same thing. We like them, we don't like them. Then life is so challenging, so difficult. So usually my nature, especially when I go to Sri Lanka, I had lots of sad emotions. Because I have something to compare. Being in the United States, comfortable life, everything is easy. Then I go to difficult environment. People don't have enough. People don't have food. People don't have water. I'm going always for the projects. Sometimes it's really challenging and overwhelming those emotions. You know, last month we donated um, water filter purification system uh, to a school. Uh, 600 uh, children in that school, they don't have water to drink. So then we uh, put the system for the whole school. Then we opened that system to the children. Then I was returning home with other monks and the people who supported me. When I'm on the way driving home, so I saw maybe 10 years old girl, 110 degrees outside, very hot, dry. This little girl having a little plastic bag, some fruits. She's running back and forth to the cars, passing by. She's waving her hands. And so you can see my emotion right away, driver is kind of passing, you know, it's normal to them. They have seen it every single day. What I did, I said, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> because of my emotions, I, I, I couldn't handle it. Then uh, it, we reversed the van. Then that little girl walked into the van and said, Hamudro, that means Bhante, <laughs> please buy some fruit from me. Please, please, please. I can show you the pictures. Somebody took the pictures inside the van. I said, why you are selling fruits here? I don't have money to go to school. I don't have enough money to live my life with my family. That's why I am selling these fruits. Then I can see the woman sitting far away. Then I get out from the van. Now whole people get out from the van. Now those, you know, the family members came together. Then I saw two children, one mother, and selling fruits. Then I asked that little girl, why you didn't go to school? I don't have food, I don't have enough money to go to school to get things. Now think about that kind of situation. You know, I'm spoiled being here in this country. I cannot handle that heat. Even like a five minute outside of the vehicle, I cannot handle it. Then that moment I was thinking, this mother and three children, they are crying and sad in that heat, try to sell these fruits. For other monks, 
other Sri Lankan people, I can see they are kind of okay with that. Then I was thinking something wrong with these people. They don't feel for them. <laughs> then um, one of my brother monk, first thing he did, he grabbed my bag. I am carrying a bag. And they knew because they have to take the bag away, otherwise I will give them money. That, that means because my emotion takes over, then I put the hand into my bag, I just give money. They knew problem doesn't solve. So anyway, other young monk grabbed my bag, then he gave me some money, then he know how to control it. So then I had the long talk there, then I asked, where do you live? You know, the, what is the situation with your family? Then said, father has a kidney disease. Now he is in the hospital taking the treatments. Then I found that mother also pregnant. <laughs> now it's, it's very difficult for me to walk away from them. Then the monk said, it's okay, you know, you cannot save whole world. And so you have to understand this. Then I took every information from them. Now I am planning to build a house for them. So I know it is a good cause. But that after I come home, still I feel heaviness in my heart. Then I'm always thinking how that family handling their lives. I know it's a sad story. Then I realize, looking at my emotions, I have to balance them. Same time, I have to do something for them. Otherwise, balancing my emotions walk away from them, that's life, they can handle it, that's not right. Then I took the job, now I am planning to build them a house and give them some kind of comfort. So then I realize my emotions are difficult, challenging, same time if I can understand my emotions, I can balance them, I can live peacefully and same time I can do something for the world. Then every corner when I travel, always I see something, people need help. Then I realize, end of the day, if I don't handle my emotions mindfully, I am the one going to get into the trouble. So then I realize, how I am going to do it, I have to balance them, same time I have to do something for the world. So then what happened? <clears throat> after handling all those things. So now I'm kind of packing and getting ready to leave the country. Then my mother came. You know mother. <laughs> right? Mothers are mothers anywhere in the world, right? Now she started crying. I don't know. I never seen she's crying that much. Now she's almost 75. You know, last 40 years, you know, I was away from my mother. You know, first 10 years I was with her and then after that I'm away. But I saw when she was younger age, she handled them really well, I was thinking. When I'm walking away, when I travel, when I go to Sri Lanka, she's kind of okay. Now I can see she's 75 now. Now I can see usually even a mother in Sri Lanka, if she's a woman, they never touch a monk. So my mother can remember she never gave me a hug. Why is the culture, there's so much respect, respect for the monks. But this time, very interesting. 
My mother came to me and she always touched me like a baby, rubbing me. And then she gave me a hug. Then that moment I felt I'm not used to this. Now you know here I'm hugging everybody. <laughs> it's, it's become very uh, normal thing for me. Now first time my mother hugged me, I felt something uncomfortable. Can you believe it? I felt uncomfortable even I'm hugging everybody here. Why? Emotionally, I know I'm conditioned. My mother never hugged me. Then I realized now she's hugging me. Now she's not letting me to go. Then I felt more uncomfortable. But again, being kind, being nice, being observing myself, I handle it really well. Now she's crying and crying and crying and crying. Then I, I experienced now she's aging. Now maybe it's very difficult for her to let go her emotions about the child, about me. So then other monks said, are you sad to leave? Then I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So then anyway, that moment I handled really well in front of my mother, my emotions. I smiled and I laughed and made the jokes and I did everything. But last night, after I come home, I felt I didn't handle my emotion really well. What I did in front of my mother, I realized I suppressed them. I suppressed them. Same time I expressed them too right there. You know, I, I act everything is okay, laugh and smile and joke and, you know, make everybody comfortable, but I suppress them and also I express them. So then last night when I'm awake and without sleeping, sitting there, I was thinking, I have to be more closely observe my emotions to the world, to myself and connection with other people. Otherwise, when I'm getting older and older and older, when I'm aging, it will be difficult. Now I have a full-time job to work on. I think all of us, so therefore, I'm asking, when you are meditating, it is very important, closely observe your emotions, feelings, thoughts, whatever. You have to observe them. If you really want to know where you are, how you are acting them, you cannot handle it around people. It doesn't work. What I'm suggesting, once in a while, go and sit by yourself. That's the good place to see. Right after being busy and being in public and being in the television and everybody has so much attention to me, I didn't see it at all. Right after I come to Crystal Lake last night, I'm just by myself in my house. Wow. It's like a volcano. <laughs> Everything is coming out. I think I'm a human being. You all are human being. Good thing about thanks the Buddha, thanks the practice. I experience, I saw them, I manage them. If you cannot manage them, I know what will happen to people. I realize people have to go to the doctor. Maybe you have to take some uh, medication for that to handle them. Don't go that direction. So having this beautiful place, having this practice, I think you all can manage them.
with mindfulness practice. So I'm so grateful to my practice. Even I saw my challenging, difficult, suppressed emotions, I experience, I can manage them. I can handle them with my practice. Any question about emotions, how you handle? Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, you know, I guess my challenge to you would be to ask, you know, to meet your separating emotion from your ego. And I think that what I would challenge you as a question is, when you're looking at a starving child or, or unhappy people, are you really more happy for yourself? Are you thinking about what you think you should be able to accomplish? Because I, I think that, that, you know, if you get too far in your own head and you start thinking about yourself as driving this magical car mm-hmm. that you're in, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is how I handle it. Okay. Now this is my observation and my practice. I realize first I feel for them. I can see their pain and suffering, whatever going through. Then I make a plan how I'm going to help. So then I call is turn into compassion. True compassion is how I'm going to help you without hurting to myself. Okay. That's, that's, the place I am standing now. So first I feel their pain and challenges and difficulties. Then I make a plan to help them. But that plan, I am not helping to make me happy. I am helping them to make them happy. But I don't want to hurt myself. You know, the right after the earthquake in um, uh, you know, South America. And so Saturday morning somebody came. That time we are in the basement. Uh, somebody came and crying and sad and unhappy. Oh, Bhante, I cannot believe, I cannot believe, you know, what happened. You know, so many people died. And so I said, you know, I understand. You know, I was managing myself. And now she's sitting and crying and crying and crying. Then I said, okay, yeah, just calm down. Let's handle it. Then end of the meditation, I said, I can give you some work. After this program, we are doing some charity work to help and support those people. Can you come and help? Then right away, this person said, I am very sorry, I don't have time for that. Then I said, stop crying then. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know maybe it's hurting to her. Then I said it. You know, I said, stop crying then. So then I realized she was sad. She was sad. Now, being sad and emotional doesn't help her or them. So first thing I'm suggesting, first you understand your side, then you can act upon how, ask that question. So my true intention to help them, not to hurt myself. Then I don't want any fame or any recognition or something. I just care about these people. If they are grateful, I'm happy. If you are not grateful, still I'm happy because I did my job. That's how I handle with those situations. Anything else? Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm a therapist, so in terms of psychology, Uh you know, it's just, it's a good reminder today that we're not robots. Right. So we're we're emotional beings. Mm -hmm. Think and feel and have bodies. And then our mysterious. Yeah. It's mysterious. We're not going to know everything. Right, exactly. So in terms of, um, would I get what I get to share moments with people in is emotions tell us important things and what, what is it? And if we don't feel them, mm-hmm. we don't get a chance to right. ponder or right. figure out what is the important thing to tell us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I need to yeah. this relationship, I need to 
work out or whatever it is. Right. But yeah, the idea of not trying not to be emotional. Is hmm? Right. Exactly. It's a good comment. Yeah. I was going to say that the phrase that somebody, one of the monks had said, "You can't save the world." That's always bothering me because I I get that from friends. But what's always bothering me is, well, the world isn't in front of me. This situation is, and it's it's right in front of my eyes, and so I can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. I can't save the world, but I can't ignore it. Right. The situation one at the time. That person, situation. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. You know, you cannot. You can save the whole world, but this one you can. Yeah, try your best. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you saw that lady, and uh, she was in need, and it made you emotional, and made you sad, and, which is a negative emotion, mm-hmm. and caused you to suffer, mm-hmm. hurt you. Mm-hmm. But, um, wouldn't you say that that emotion changed your behavior? In other words, it caused you to want to help. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I really like, yeah. An emotion which is hurting you is, is good. The good opportunity. And so that's why I said our practice is very powerful in that situation. First, I feel it not really hurt me. You know, I really feel that sadness. So, good thing about the practice, I turn those emo- emotions to the quality level. You know, the uh, quality. The emotion is weak, you know, very, you know, the, you know, kind of suppressed and the bottom of our emotional level. But when I, when I'm aware about my emotion is turned into the different level. I, I turn it to a different level and looking at me and looking at them, then I did something too. And also, I realize my emotions also help other people to feel something good because my attitude and so then now everybody's talking in the van. Everybody's talking, whole three hours, everybody's talking about this thing. If you never get out from the van, we don't even care. They said, if you never ask us to stop the van and get out from the van, even we don't care. Then I realize even one person aware about his or her emotion, it will change the world. That means you are the one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try not to get up actually emotional. <laughs> but um, I'm a disabled veteran and I suffer from PTSD. Last year I suffered a really great trauma where I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of times when subjects like that, you know, I kind of lose my grasp on my emotions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with my PTSD and everything, you know, uh, all the times when I've had, like, outbursts and stuff, it's because I'm not paying attention mm-hmm. to, my, to my mind. I'm not paying attention mm-hmm. to my emotions. Right. And, um, like, with what happened last year, you know, it's even harder now. I have no control. There's sometimes where I'm, like, completely oblivious to my emotions. And, and like, I'm... Like, I'm crying for no reason, and I'm just trying to work. I don't even know why I'm crying, you know? And um, I've gone through a lot of therapy with the VA and stuff. Mm-hmm. None of it seems to work because of, because of what happens. The number one response I get is, wow, I've got no frame of reference with that. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. that happening to me. Like, wow, like, I don't even know how to help you. That's usually the response I get from me. Mm-hmm. So, since I've been coming 
for meditation and coming to the temple, this has been the best therapy I've ever gotten. Right. <laughs> and I, I thank you for that. Oh, so, so happy. Sometimes, you know, like talks like this, things like that, you know, it's not so much like how much you can give to something Right. So I can make a one suggestion for everybody. We are not perfect human beings. Still we are going up and down with our emotions. Until you settle it down, it's take, it takes time. So this is only request I have. Find some good people around you. Find some good people around you. So, in Buddhist teaching, we call the noble friends. So, this is your noble community. Live with them, sit with them. Then they are, you know, Sangha. Sangha, right? That's a word. Sangha is a community. You know, that community support, as you said, the place, this is the place for refuge. So, it is supporting you. The one day you can handle by yourself, until then, stay with that community. Okay? So, I hope... Everybody learned something today, and if you have more questions, maybe after meditation you can come and talk to me. Now we have very special things to do. There's a little Buddha there waiting for get some blessings. <laughs> yes. Please come forward. Little angel. Kesadi. Kesadi, right? Kesadi? Kesadi. Kesadi. Ooh. Okay, we are going to sit down. We can sit down. Okay, we are going to uh, do some blessing for this beautiful little Buddha, this little baby, and Kesadi. And please send your loving thoughts towards her, okay? Namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato samma sambuddhassa Tanhankaro mahaviro medham Mahayaso saranankaro lokahito dipankaro jutinda kondanyo janapamokko mangalo purisasab sumano sumano diro revato rativadhan sobito gunasampanno anomadasi januttamo padumo Pajyoto Narado Arasarati Taro Sattasaro Sumedo Agapungalo Sujato Sabh Gopiyadasi Narasabho Atadasi Karuniko Dhammadasi Siddhato Asamolo Ketiso Ardhasangvar Pusso Ardha Sambuddho Vipasicha Anupamo Sikhi Hito Santa Vesabhu Sukadayako Kakusando Sattvahokon Gamanorananjaho Kassapo Siri Sampanno Gotamo Sakya Pungavote Sansachena Silena 
बलेन चे पिताुरागंतुआरो न सुखन चातिबू सब मंगल रखु सब देवता सब बुद्धा सदा सन्तिबू सब मंगल रखु सब देव सब दुभान सदा सन्तिबू मंगल रखु सब देव सब संगानुभावन सदा she did well <laughs> so did i bless her before she born into this yes. oh yeah she is the blessed baby <laughs> you remember me 